What's in the queue? 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 Hey, this is a setup, man. Isn't it cute? Dude. Right. Um, Krishana brought us, um, I'm going to say a satanic ritual chest. Mm. I'm down for it. Yes. It's going to be where we store our podcast stuff from here on out. So we don't have to use a Vera Bradley bag anymore. <laughs> you know, just something more sturdy. So that way it's not like, oh, I got to set up this and then I got to set up this and then I got to move this here and then I got to drag this over here. Right. It's all in one. Yeah. No, this is great. And I can set my laundry basket on it. Exactly. Yes. See? This is perfect. Oh, Emily. Oh, Krishana. I have a teeny tiny oopsie weensy confession. Did you fall asleep during the documentary? <laughs> I did. Because the last 20 minutes I did too. Well, that sucks. Because I was but, like, Emily's got my back. She's going to have the last half. Well, no. Okay. That was my second watch through. Like, I got all the important stuff. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I got all the important stuff. Well, I mean, I did make several mistakes in, you know, preparing myself to watch this again to actually take notes you know it didn't have you know proper lighting (sighs) i was maybe possibly laying down in my bed taking notes (sighs) had a a snoozing husband next to me (sighs) the children were quiet watching a show yeah so it was like all the things just came into place and i never ever never nap Oh, yeah. Okay. See, now I'm the type of person that if the sun is down, yeah, and I sit down, yeah. Oh <sighs> uh, no, I, I can't. I have to ensure every single thing that I want done that day is done either before sunset or uh, before I sit down. Yeah, I no, like I have to like literally pass out from exhaustion if I'm gonna take a nap. So I don't even know, but I woke up like the last like five minutes and I was like, no, I was like, I don't even know where I fell asleep at. <laughs> so I was like, uh. it's cool. I was I like, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to wing fine. it. It's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Hey, tell me about your struggle with that wine bottle. Okay. So, uh, uh you know, you're like, hey, I'm like, Hey, I brought wine. Yes. Uh, for once. You know, instead of just hey. constantly drinking all of yours. You've seen my wine shelf. You know that's not an issue. I know, but still. So I bring wine, and you're still taking care of last-minute things before we can record. And so you hand me... I know. <laughs> Mine, too. Our, our, bottles, our bottles that we're consuming out of tonight, the, the wrappers are just falling right off. It's fun. Anyways, so you're like, oh, here's the power wine bottle opener yes and i looked at you with um puppy dog eyes uh-huh. and then you're like oh well here's the here's the handheld one right just in case and then you hand me this other thing and you're you're like here and i'm like what's this for <laughs> and you're like it's to break the foil and then you were gone yeah sorry and so i was like all right i got this i've seen you do it uh-huh so i do the thing i get the foil off and then i push Put the thing on top of the thing and I push the button. 
now what do I do? And so I like push other button and I'm like, oh, it just came back out. Okay. Okay. And just put it back on me. I don't know what to do. And I am like laughing my ass off to myself (laughs) thinking this would be so perfect if it was on video. Yeah. <laughs> so I so ended starting up... starting a YouTube channel. Yeah. I end up like old schooling it, <laughs> what I know how to do. Sure. No, that's fine. And I barely know how to do that. That's fine. You know. Um, and, I Yeah. And so I just like pack everything back up, put it back up where it belongs. Sure. And I'm like, all right. Well, well, I mean, it's open. That's all that matters. Hey, all I knew was that when you, when I came out from putting the kid to bed, <laughs> you had wine in two glasses. And yeah. I was like, all right. Success. Yeah. Problem solved. And I totally forgot to tell you <laughs> my awesome story. So uh, one day we'll have to do a training video. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, hey, real quick. Mm-hmm. Other thing I'm super curious in before we get started. Mm-hmm. How's your twin? Are you the twin? Let me see the tattoo. There it is. Okay. All right. She has not murdered me yet and assumed my body. Yet. Or my life. Yet. Um, she's not wearing me as a skin suit that I know of. But she's yeah. great. Okay, good. <laughs> she's great. Actually, we had twin day at work on Saturday. Oh. No. Yep, we dressed up. Well, I'll say this. We dressed up like me. Because I had two uh, Dirty Head hats, which is one of my most favorite bands. Sure. So I brought her in one. Okay. The day before. Okay. We did our hair the so this same. This is coordinated. Yeah. We did our hair the same. We did okay. our makeup the same. And we wore the hats. I have pictures. Yes. It was wonderful. We had so many looks and laughs. That's so fun. And it was a great time. It made for a great Aww. 10 hour, nine hours of work. <laughs> 10, nine hours. That's yeah, how yeah, long it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she go. We good. Aw. Well, that's yeah. a nice twin update. Yeah. Hey. Hey. What's in the queue? Hey, with Krishana and Emily. That's us. Hey. Not your mom's Netflix. I just hit the thingy. Don't that do that. Will happen. Um, <clears throat> we are gonna talk about the sports ball. Yay. <laughs> um, we okay. uh, w- we're we're not we're not sporty people. No. no. Um, we don't really follow sports. No. I did just spend the evening at a hockey game. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, hockey's fun because sure, a bunch fun. of people. Oh, boy. Howdy do they. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I found uh, No-No, a documentary. Yeah. Um, I found it because it looked, it had a really cool picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the the tagline for the movie is, it's a, it's a documentary about Doc Ellis, the famous African-American baseball player who hit a no-hitter while high on LSD. Yeah. And I was in. I'm like, oh, LSD sounds cool. Let's do this. Yeah. And when you sent this to me, I was like, you want to do a freaking baseball documentary? I know. And then I'm like reading it and I was like, high on LSD. I'm like, yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. This will be be fun. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. So here we go. It's it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. The, okay, so after watching the documentary, yes, I just hit the thing too. Sorry, after watching the documentary the first time, I, I was a little more interested in in doing the documentary. Yes, um, because it brings up a lot of themes that we're still dealing dealing with mm-hmm. in 2018 that we were dealing with in the 1960s and 70s. Correct. So I mean. 
it is important to do the documentary. It is mm-hmm. an important story. It's It does end up being a little bit more than LSD. Yes. Sort of. And if for nothing else, you need to watch this documentary because of that funky, crunchy music, man. Yeah. Oh, God, the music was so good. Yes. Well, and it, I mean, it's a good story. I mean, it is. There's a whole lot of baseball. But, but this is the baseball that I like because yeah. it's not three hours of my life sitting in the sun oh. n- overpaying for beer. Thank you. It, this, this is like, I love baseball movies. Yeah. Major League. Yeah. I've seen it probably <laughs> yeah. 50 times. Yeah. Actual baseball game. I've seen maybe five times. Yes. And, and this is a known thing about me. I like it, baseball should be max five innings. Max. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm saying four is good. Yeah. But, you know, let's yeah. be real. They might need five. Sure. And it would be really exciting then. Yeah. I, I just, it just gets to that point. And then, you know, if you're going to, um, like, uh, what's the baseball team within our city? Oh, uh, uh, oh, we have the uh, Fort Wayne Tin Caps. Yeah. But, I mean, they're like... Oh, my stomach just rattled. Did Was you guys hear there? that? I don't know. If you guys heard my stomach, I'm very sorry. I'm very hungry right now. But, like, they stop every three minutes to do some other thing and, like, have the kids come out on the field and dee dee da dee dee do So then it ends up being, like, I don't have a week to watch a baseball <laughs> game, okay? I've got other things to do. Yeah. So, so but sorry, you... now that we've just complained about <laughs> baseball, let's talk about it. No, 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 but, but, but if you condense it down to an hour and a half movie, yeah, uh, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Totally fine. Totally fine. All right. So this movie, no, no, a documentary is about Doc Ellis. Yes. Um, he is a self-described angry black man. Yeah. And he worked his career to make strides for African-American baseball players. Yeah. And do a lot of drugs. He did a lot of drugs. Yeah. They they break the documentary up into kind of three sections. There's mm-hmm. um there's his early history and yep. like coming into the major leagues. Mm-hmm. There's the game. Uh-huh. And, and we'll talk about the game. And then the the last third, which kind of sounds like maybe the part that you napped during <laughs> was it, it's it's like his, the important part. <laughs> well, it's the sad part. It's yeah. his it's his decline and and the end of his career and maybe not some best life choices but, and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, but then there's a rise. You know. There's a rise. We'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. So, um yeah. Yeah, we got to Sorry. We're hitting our our ritual chest. Sorry. Um so his his early start, he's uh he's LA based, um Southern California dude. Started playing baseball early, mm-hmm. had a natural talent for it, but he was one of those kids that, that worked hard for it, too. Like, his yeah. his dad really instilled a, a solid work ethic in him. Yeah, they, they talked about, like, his dad wasn't, um, like, abusive or anything. He was just very strict right. and, you know, like, it had high expectations. Of, I, I told you you're going to be home at 1030. Yeah. You're going to be home at 1030. Yeah, and yeah. he followed those rules sure. most of the time. Yeah, most of the time. <laughs> um, he met uh, Paula Hartsfield-Johnson. Mm-hmm. So it be, eventually becomes her his uh, first wife. Yep. They weren't very clear on how old he was when uh, they started dating, but she was, like, senior in high school. Yeah. Which apparently, I guess that's a freaking normal thing in the 50s and 60s. Because, yep. like, my mom did that. She graduated in December of her graduation year uh-huh. and was, like, married two months later. Yeah. Like, how do you... Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know. Um, She was adorable. I loved her. Yes. She was, like, super all-American, homecoming queen, but, like, super nice, too. Yeah. 
Uh, not the, you know, stereotypical evil bitchy yeah. homecoming queen. Well, and they talked about, too, like, you know, she was the first African-American prom queen yeah, at, her at, school, her, at her school. Yeah, at her school. Yeah, like, she, I mean, she, she was, she's just She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh. Uh, um, so 1964, uh, Doc gets into the minors. Mm-hmm. Um, he spends a year in New York. He spends a year in North Carolina. Um, and the historical context that they provide during this part of the documentary is like segregation was still strong, Real strong. everywhere. Um, maybe a little more heavily enforced in the South and the mm-hmm. North, but like you just didn't mix right and the baseball players had to deal with that too right so even though the baseball teams they were on were integrated you didn't stay in the same hotel uh you didn't stay on the same side of town yeah uh what they talked about one dude that he played with uh, came back to his hotel room and they had kkk scratched yeah. on the door and he was like well i'm not not, I'm not staying gonna there. there um this also marks um when doc starts drinking heavily yeah, well, I mean, they're young, they're, yeah, they're young, young, God-shaped men with yes. with making athletic money, talent, making money, getting a little yeah local celeb, yeah, you know. So the partying, this is where it really yeah. starts the party. going. We get introduced to Greenies, yay, aka Dexamel, yeah. Um, um the, yeah, and this is this because this is about the time he gets drafted to the Pirates. Yep. Pittsburgh Pirates. Um it's a major league team. Apparently every single athlete ever took drugs until like, I don't know, last year. Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> what? Probably gonna probably some taking some right now. <laughs> Currently. Um man, I'll tell you what, I learned so much with documentaries because I don't know about drugs. Like, I know a couple drugs. Yeah. But I don't do the drugs. Right. So, like, every documentary we learn, we learn something new. Oh, yeah. I, so, I learned about, I learned about Dexamil. Like, I had no idea that right? that was a thing. No. No. But they, they were saying it's basically the equivalent of drinking, like, 20 cups of coffee. So yeah. So, you're like... Yeah. Which... For me, would be like, oh well, I had an espresso, <laughs> <laughs> right? And for me, I would die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be dead. Yeah. Um, and and, and they talk about well, Doc talks about um, he first would take one, mm-hmm. and then it got good. to the point where he'd shake them and drop them on the table. Big money, big money, big money. And whatever ones were standing up on the edge. That's what he was going to take because that meant he was going to play well. Mm-hmm. And then it became, well, if not enough of them were standing up, he would just take the other ones. Just too. take them all. It's so fine. he was taking 15 to 17 pills a day. I mean, I don't want to do the math, but that's like a lot. That's a lot of Like when you coffee. compare it to the cups of coffee, <laughs> that's a lot of coffee. Yeah. Um, so while pitching, but Doc spent a lot of time in Pittsburgh. Yes. Uh, pitching for the Pirates. And they described him as a psychological pitcher. Yes, he would mind fuck the other teams, yes. like not and not just like talk shit to them, but he had this way of chewing gum that made him look like he was a me- like you just want. I 
I was just watching him chew this gum like, Doc, close your mouth. Do- no, yes. honey, no, Doc, chew with your mouth closed. No, yes. Matt, no. He'd... The art Chomp. of intimidation. Oh, God. He'd hit other, uh, he'd hit batters just to oh, be like, man. Oh, fuck you, I can. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he, was, he was going nuts. And he really knew how to be a celebrity. Yes. He knew um, the media. He... Well, for example, uh, the 71 All-Star game, he kind of did a little reverse psychology on the media, and he was basically saying, well, they're not going to have two African-American players start Right, no. All star game. No, there's no way you'll put two no, brothers no. in the start. No, and not then guess happen. what? That happened. Oh, that totally. And happened. he was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so but, he really he knew, you know he he knew how to, um, really get his points across. He knew how to rile people up. Um, they there's a lot of talk of you never knew when he was being serious or not. Sure. Um, but and he could he could flip on his crazy real quick. Yeah. Yeah, and he did it with skill, and he did it when he needed to. Oh, with precision, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, they, they talk about uh, how he was, he was using his voice mm-hmm. and his position to talk about issues that people didn't want to talk about. Yes. Um, and even Jackie Robinson wrote him a letter. Yeah. Oh, okay. The letter that Jackie Robinson writes to him, one... It's so sweet and thoughtful and kind. Two, it is incredibly inspirational because, I mean, we all know what Jackie Robinson did Mm -hmm. for African-Americans in baseball. And to have him saying, hey, man, you're you're doing the right thing. It's hard. It's going to be hard. Pardon me. Doc starts sobbing reading this letter. And Uh. I can't handle it when strong men cry. Uh, Because when strong men cry, I cry. Right. Oh, oh, that hurt. Um, Anyways. Yeah. But a a lot of the other players were like, well, you know, at that time or a little bit before Doc, we just didn't, we didn't push it. Because, I mean, they had to make the choice of, okay, well, this isn't right. But if Mm -hmm. I say it's not right, I'm not going to get to play baseball. Right. And if I can't play baseball, what can I do? Exactly. I have to play baseball. So I have to deal with it. Yeah. It was kind of like, well, we'll just take the little crumbs that we're given. We're not happy about it. But it's better than this nothing. is what we want to do, and, right. and, and and we've gotten a little more. And he right. was like, uh-uh. Nope. I'm just going to walk out on the field with curlers in my hair. Yes. It's fine. Love it's fine. it. Love it. Another love thing it. I learned, didn't, yeah. know, didn't know about the curler thing. Yeah? Yeah. You didn't know? No. <gasps> oh. Uh, I didn't know that's how you achieved that specific beautiful, hairstyle look. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. I definitely had a drill sergeant tell all of us girls to go get our hair permed before graduation. And the African-American girls were like, yeah, yeah, we know we're going to do it. And all the white girls were like, I don't think you know what that is going to do to our hair. I don't think this is what you what you want for us. And like, we kind yeah. of explained like the, the chemical differences between the hair. And he's like, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so like we said, 71, you know, he, he ends up, um, being in the all-star game and then uh in september of 71 um when they when the players all take the field everybody starts noticing a little something yeah it, and it takes a couple of innings yeah before everybody kind of catches on but the entire pittsburgh team is like oh man there's 
There's nine black dudes out there. Yeah. We started, we started nine black guys. For the first time ever. 1971, folks. Ever. Yeah. They, they had a sports historian on there. And of course, I didn't write down his name because why I the fuck would I? didn't write down anybody's name. Uh, <laughs> but the sports historian was like, yeah, it, it was, you know, probably the most revolutionary baseball game in, in our entire history. Uh, but also, what the heck took so long? Exactly. Yeah. So um, this all kind of leads up to 1972. And uh, we, we haven't really talked about it a lot, but um, Doc and Roberto Clemente were yes. like BFFs besties forever um they roberto just kind of took doc in yeah when doc first joined the the, the pirates and like really took him under under his wing and, and they were both very vocal about african-americans in baseball mm-hmm. um and when clemente passed away in an airplane crash mm-hmm. uh oh my god total saint delivering goods and services or delivering food and and water to like this i think hurricane struck region or something like that yeah like he was doing really good charity work when he died in a plane crash and that hit doc hard yeah um he definitely started to spiral at this point um lots of pills lots of alcohol this is also uh he you know the home life got a little crazy um he ended up uh, getting physical with his wife to the point where she was afraid and you know she was like even making sure that he got on the plane because she had this fear that he was gonna not get on the plane and then like, come back and get her. back up yeah 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 um which they all talk about like that was like a one time you know he wasn't like an abusive person it seemed like and, and we'll talk about another incident later but it seemed like he had some rock bottom moments yeah like she, cause she did not describe him as no as she, an abuser. Like no. it, this, this really seemed, and and we are definitely not making excuses. No, 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 no. Because no, no, I don't want to, I don't no, want to no, come no, across no. that way. But like, it, when she started talking about it, I'm like, whoa, wait, hey, where, where is that coming right, from? Right, right. You know, yeah, and that and that you know, it doesn't seem like he was that type of person. Yeah, like it, he, you know, she talked about him very lovingly, very, you know all these happy good time memories for the most part except for this incident right. with him and 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 they got a divorce yeah so <laughs> you know? i mean doc is <coughs> single and ready to mingle oh um, yeah and that kind of takes us into like like the second part of the documentary which i i kind of want to look this up yeah but they said that the game yeah. The f- infamous game. Yeah. Was in 1970? Yeah. See, it jumped back and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Okay. So I think, I think the purpose of doing it that way was to set up <coughs> Sorry. Doc's history. Yeah. His political activism within the league, especially mm-hmm. with, you know, the curlers and, and always being outspoken with his managers and, and playing the media. And then I think they jumped back in time for yeah. that story. I, I think storytelling wise, it, it works. It makes sense. Right. But it's not chronological. Yeah. And the, I'm not clinically OCD, but the tiny little OCD part of my brain is like, oh, I wish you hadn't done that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, your house is perfect 24 7. So, I mean, uh, anyways. I just hide all my flaws. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So we jump back in time to June of 1970. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh was playing San Diego. Fly into town. Doc's like, well, you know, home is 
just a couple hours away. Yeah. It's just up the road in LA. Hey, mm-hmm. manager guy, can I can I go home for the night and visit family? And the man the manager the man the manager's staff had a policy of, well, if we're in your hometown, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Just you know when to be back and you're a grown ass adult, make it happen. Right. So Doc says I knew if I took L S D Getting into the cab to go to LA, to getting into the car to go to LA, it would hit when I got to LA and I would be good to go. Yep. Day and a half later, yep. he wakes up to his whatever lady friend yeah. is with him at the time saying, hey, um, baby, um, you got a pitch today. He goes, what are you talking about? I got a pitch tomorrow. No, nope, no, that's definitely today. Mm-hmm. What happened to yesterday? <laughs> exactly. So he has to hightail it back to San Ooh, Diego. Yeah. Which is not a terrible drive. High AF. Yes. On LSD. Okay, so maybe it is a terrible drive. <laughs> well, that's my question. Did he drive? <laughs> I'm going to assume he probably had somebody. Um, <laughs> because as we all know, you should never drive under the influence of anything. Of anything. Ever. Never. Never, ever, never. Uh-uh. Um, so he gets to San Diego, <laughs> somehow makes it in time, gets on the field. Tripping balls. Just <laughs> out of his fucking mind. He's like, I don't even see the players. I can see the catcher because he had put tape on his fingers so yep. I could see I could see the calls. Mm-hmm. But I And I can see if there is a body on the right-hand side of the plate or the left-hand side of the plate. Everything else is... And I'm just going to assume it looked like dragons and flowers and rainbows and, like, existential uh, beings explaining it, your life's purpose. It was like, probably beautiful. Yeah, because I've never done LSD. Have you? Nope. Okay. Nope. I don't want to do it because I hear it makes your brain bleed, like your um, spinal column bleed or something. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't done it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so he he gets like he gets an, an inning or two in, and one of the rookies that year was like, "Oh, Doc, you got a no no." Yeah. Which apparently is baseball code for a no hitter. Yeah. But it's also like the Macbeth of baseball. Like you just don't say the name. Yeah. Because it's bad luck. So exactly. Um, all the other players are like, "Okay, don't say anything." Yeah. Just no Swish. no sudden no sudden movements. Don't say anything. <laughs> Uh, inning after inning after inning. He's hating players left and right. Yeah, I mean, Doc even says, you know, it was an ugly no-no. It was dirty. No. It was dirty. <laughs> but it was a no-no. And uh, so, of course, everybody goes insane. You know, it flashes back to the game on the documentary. And you hear the announcer calling it, you know, talking about, oh, he can see up on the screen. We're opposing team zero, 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 zero. And you just know Doc Ellis can't see shit. He, no, <laughs> no. He is just having a good time. Yeah. Um, and, and yay, he did it. Yay. Sports ball. Yeah, and he talks about, too, right at the very beginning, he said he was high on drugs for every game of the major leagues that he played. Yeah, basically. And he also was talking about, everybody was like, well, yeah, we know he's high, but how high is he? Well, and they're just like, oh, yeah, he's taking the normal greenies and stuff. Yeah. And no, he's like he's like LSD, coke. Yeah. Uh, if He said if a rookie... Or somebody on the team was asking, like, hey, man, you ever heard of this drug? He's like, no, go get some. I'll try it. <laughs> right. Good Lord. So, like, so all of this, it 
his his activism, his uh, you know speaking out when he saw some bullshit. Yep. it does catch up with him. Yeah. Um, there's a game against Cincinnati where Cincinnati was trying to talk some shit to Pittsburgh. Yep. And Doc went out there and just started hitting every single player that went to bat. Yeah. He talked about he hit Pete Rose in his big old butt. In his butt. Um, and then he hit three other players and he tried to hit two more, but he couldn't get them. Cause, well, because they knew they yeah. knew by then. Oh, yeah. yeah he's he's yeah. going to try So to then us. they took him out of the game. Yeah. After that, he ends up getting suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of turmoil you know, within the team, you know, they're talking like, hey, you need to apologize. And he's like, nope. Yeah. And then he starts getting put into the bullpen, which apparently is like timeout. Yeah. It's 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 the uh, go sit in the corner and think about what you did. Yeah. Type deal. Well, I think it's more like uh, we're not having you pitch right now, but go stay warmed up. Yeah. Um, and then they decide to trade him to the Yankees, which apparently everybody was pissed about. But he got yeah. $80,000. I mean, you know. I don't know bad. if that's good for... Uh, in the 70s, 74. That's, yeah, that's probably pretty good. Would I you mean, be... I mean, okay. But what do they make now? Oh, we don't even need to talk about that. R- right? So yeah. that's what I'm just saying. I wonder, like, I'm how sure, I'm sure well that was. I'm sure it's equivalent. Yeah, I should have... I, uh, I mean, that was one of those things that we could have looked up, be like, girl, compared you know, to a white you, player, like, how oh, was it? Oh, oh, I was thinking of, like, time. Well, time, See, I was thinking too. of, like, time and inflation and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. It seems like a lot for the 70s. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I but and and like they said in the documentary, this is also the time of, um, pardon me, there are no giant contract like ten year contracts like there are right now. Right, apparently, sports ball. They said that this is the time of like free agency, like you got signed for a year and then yeah. they either kept you or they let you go. Yeah. So Pittsburgh let him go. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he, yeah, he was throwing um, his temper tantrum and they threw theirs right back. That happens. You know. So this is this is all around seventy six. Um, around this time, he meets his second wife. Did you catch her name? Nope. I didn't catch her name either. Very sweet lady. Yes. Very super sweet lady. She was super happy to go to New York. She yeah. loved living in New York. Yeah, so she nice. didn't want to leave New York. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, well, after after New York, he got traded to the Rangers. Yep. Um, became really good friends with the with their, their manager, Billy Hunter. Um, and, the, I mean, this whole time, this whole time, he is just he's not just he's not just drinking with the team he's starting his night drinking with the team Mm -hmm. then he's going to his favorite bar where he's going to drink his martinis and stuff the way and the bartender knows to make him doubles all the time right and then he's gonna go pop some pills the next day to get up and get ready and get going yeah, and it seems like that's the thing. We've talked about this with other documentaries where it ends up being pills to go to sleep, pills, pills to, to wake, wake up, up, pills to perform, pills to do this, yeah. uppers, downers, lefters, writers. Right. Uh, you know, th- it's just your whole life becomes the drug, alcohol, circle. Right. And you can't function with or without them. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and I guess we could probably call Doc a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. Because from what everyone else interviewed in this documentary said, they didn't know how hard he was going. Right. He hid a lot of it. Yes. Now, that stopped when um, he had his, uh, I'd call it his last rock bottom moment. Yeah. And, like, this is the bottom of the rock bottom. Um, he had got traded... To 
he got traded to the Mets, mm-hmm. and he was then going to go back to the Pirates so that he could retire. Yeah. And he was really struggling with this idea that, oh, shit, my career is over. I am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done after this. And he took it out on his second wife. And please forgive me. I really wish I would have caught her name. I know. I just, I just did I not didn't catch, catch it. I didn't catch it the first time. Yeah. Same. And I was sleeping same. the second time. Well, the first time I was watching it at work, so it's hard to... I don't take notes then. And then the second time... I was also, I also made the mistake of sitting in bed and trying to, no, no, I was, yeah, I was just sitting and trying to take notes and yeah. it was one of those, like, eyes closed. Uh, okay. Anywho, so Doc Ellis's rock bottom was when he came home and just started wailing on his second wife. Yeah. Uh, she was like, he had a gun in my mouth and was Oof. beating the shit out of me. Right. Um, my words, not hers. Um, that lasted all night. Next morning, um, he was like, I'm going to go to sleep. Are you going to kill me? Right. And apparently they had a son together. And so mm-hmm. she was like, well, I'm just thinking about my son. And no matter what, he's going to need his dad. So, no, I'm not going to kill you. Right. But I do need to go to a hospital. Mm-hmm. So she does go to a hospital. Uh, they do separate. Um he, as he's as Doc is is getting he's going to the airport as he's on his way to the airport he's calling his sister he's like you need to come get me bring a bottle of whatever vodka mm-hmm. and I need you to take me to rehab yeah like he knew then that was bottom right you cannot go any lower right and and that's the same thing with the second wife she was like he never did anything like that before right yes you know, he you know so it. I'm going to look her uh, not up. Not to be making excuses no. for abuse because it's there's no excuse. But it seems more drug and alcohol induced than this man is a violent man. Yeah. And you see that by his action of afterwards of going, I need to go get help because I've done this wrong thing. Uh, obviously, I can't stop this on my own. Blah, blah, blah. So he at least took the appropriate steps yes. to correct his behavior, not saying that that makes it okay. No. <laughs> I did look her up. I believe her name was Austin Rena Washington. Ooh. I believe Austin. that was the one. I, I just like I, I just really wanted to have her I know. name. I'd hate being like, I know. oh, she's just married to this guy, so she's Mrs. Ellis. I don't yeah. I just didn't want to do that. Yeah. Um, we normally don't look up stuff if we don't remember it from the documentary. <laughs> right. I'm going to make an exception on this one point. Like, no, you're not just going to be a guy's property. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, I mean, Doc cleans up. Yep. Doesn't touch a drink again. Nope. Um, ends up working as a, uh, as a, an alcohol and drug abuse counselor. Yeah. I mean, he's got the experience. In prisons. Yeah. In prisons. And, like, correctional facilities and, and um, kind of, like, reform school yeah. locations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, makes a difference. They, a huge difference. They interview former inmates and, and former, um, um, protege is not the right word, former former people that, that he had worked with. Right. And they're like, if it weren't for him, I would not be sitting here today. Right. And I l- really like the story of the uh, guy that was talking about... He shared a lunch with him yeah. and, like, how important that was to him. Because he like, wasn't supposed to share. Yeah, you're not he was, supposed no. to share your personal stuff with the, the inmates. Yeah. And this one instance, it was like, oh, man, just sit down and share the sandwich Yeah, with me. and he was like, he didn't know me. He didn't, you know, he was risking himself getting in trouble yeah. for doing something for me. And, you know, so it really just speaks of 
his true character, which mm-hmm. you do see throughout the whole thing. Did he um, do some very regrettable things? Sure. Of course. Do we all make mistakes in our life? Yep. Yes. Do they get amplified when you're all whacked out on drugs and alcohol? Yep. Or, or are they judged more harshly when you are in a position of power and spotlight? Right. Yep. Right. Definitely. But he, he, he took responsibility, took ownership, he took the steps to fix it, and he ended up doing a crap ton of good. Yeah. With the second half of his life. Yeah. And then... Well, I mean, everyone, everyone passes away. But and then he died. Yeah, he, he, he did pass away in, I believe that was, um, 2008 is when he passed away. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, but, I mean, after he got sober, um, he, oh, he, he even helped, um, report to Congress in 1985. Uh, 1985 is, I guess, when all this drug use and alcohol abuse in Mm -hmm. the Major League came out, and, like, Doc was, Doc was a vocal part of that. Yeah. Because he'd lived it. (laughs) Right. A lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... (laughs) He, it, you really do see him spending the rest of his life trying to help others, um, trying to fix his own past and, and, and make a better future for himself and everybody else he yeah. came in contact with, you know? Hey, he got, he got to start, or got to have a little part in a Ron Howard movie. Yeah. And he, I mean, he's going down in history. He broke many barriers. He was yeah. the first in a lot of things. I don't know if he was the first one to uh, queer, play queer on crooners. LSD oh. or hit a no, or, you know, pitch a no-no on LSD. Uh, I'm willing to bet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but who knows what Babe Ruth was doing? That man. Hey, man. But look, well, and like, like a lot of the players say in the documentary, like there is no way uh-huh. that those dudes went drinking all night, right? And then did you know had a double header. In right. the afternoon, in the middle of the summer, yeah, you're gonna need some help. The great bambino, <laughs> killing me, Smalls. Anyhow, uh, thank you for that Sandlot reference. That <laughs> is the extent of our sports ball knowledge. Yeah, um, we're gonna wrap this up. <laughs> hey, so just because we both fell asleep in this documentary doesn't mean it's not a good documentary. No, it, it is definitely a good documentary. Yeah. It is uh, like when I watched it at work, I was very inspired afterwards. Yeah, like, yes, this is really cool. Yeah, it was a really really good one. Uh, and I'm sure it's probably even better if you dig baseball. If you like baseball, you should definitely check this one out. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Yeah. Um, hey, guess what else? What? This is our 20th. <gasps> oh my God, it is our 20th. <laughs> Happy 20th. Oh, can we have a quick update about episode 19? Um, okay. Uh, what happened, Miss Simone? Miss Simone? Go ahead. Um, so I went back to look through her playlist on Spotify. Yeah. They don't have Mississippi Goddamn on there. What? And I'm very disappointed in that. That's a bunch of baloney. Spotify, fix that. Please. Yeah. Not that you'll listen to this, but still, please. Spotify, you will listen to it. I willed it into existence. <laughs> oh, thanks. Uh, so yeah. Oh, my God. 20 episodes. Are we officially a habit or is it 21 that's a habit? I don't know. Have you used that I thought it was like that, seven days. Oh. No, that's when the little girl crawls out of your TV and uh, kills you. Um, nothing has attacked me in the closet. No, but 
the child's small toy that one of the for real cats that like huh? if you press the right button it makes meow, meow, yeah meow. nobody pressed the button and it went meow 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 shut up yeah okay my so, house is haunted sage is happening mm-hmm. for realsies mm-hmm. um uh please go on the socials hey come talk to us on the internet yeah do do the things with the things you know what to do um yeah, because we, you know, we want our numbers to go up on the old iTunes, on the old Stitcheroo. Hey, if you enjoy us, tell a friend about us. Maybe they'll enjoy us, too. Speaking of which, I would like to give the weekly shout-out. <gasps> hey. Shout-out. Shout-out. Shoot-out. Shoot-out that shout-out. <laughs> oh, I actually got that out. Nice. Um... Santiago. Hey, Santiago. Um, thank you so much for spreading the word all over these great states of ours yeah. during your travels. Um, we really appreciate it, and uh, there's going to be a little surprise in it for you. Okay? okay. You do you. Keep pumping us out with your awesomeness. That didn't come out right. Phrasing. Cutting that part out. <clears throat> so, please, please, please. Go out on the socials. Find say, us. what up? Talk to us on the internet. Yeah. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you want to hear. Yeah. Tell us that you love us. Oh, please. Tell us that you love us. Email us. Tell us what you want us to watch. Yeah. Tell us what you're watching. What are you watching right now? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I hope it's not dirty. Well, tell me anyways. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Bye. Um, bye. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye. Bye.